This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place the Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning we're going to learn some new things about how you can be healthier. And with us this morning, Dr. Jill Danford. Dr. Danford is with Ascension Medical Group, known uh, until this year as the St. Thomas Medical Partners. She practices here in Murfreesboro as well as in Nashville with a Tennessee Center for Female Pelvic Medicine. Dr. Danford, good morning to you. Well, good morning to you. Great to have you with us this beautiful spring morning. Uh, And I say spring because it feels like spring, but we know it's fall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is a beautiful morning, yes. Very definitely. This is Bladder Health Awareness Month. And we're going to be talking about that. Is this something that uh, affects certain people more than others? And and which ones are those, if it is, so we can sort of focus on some folks? Yes, so I'm so glad to be talking about this. This is one of my favorite months. I know I'm a little biased, but yes, it does affect women more than men. And I do treat only women. And one thing that women are told a lot is that this is something that is just part of aging or is normal after having babies. And we find that, yes, it is more p- prominent in women who've had babies, but, um, but it can affect all women, regardless of age, regardless of whether they've had a pregnancy or not. So what are some of the signs... Uh, or is it so obvious that you have a bladder problem? Uh, what, what are some of the things people might be clued in that they need to do something about this? So what I tell patients is when you your activities of life are affected by your bladder, that's something that you need to talk to somebody about. So if you are out um, shopping with your friends and you know where all the bathrooms are, you're having to go to the bathroom every 30 minutes or if you know that's the one extreme but the other extreme is you've stopped going places because you're leaking urine Um, you've stopped doing activities that you enjoy because of leaking urine Um, that's when you know that this is something that needs to be evaluated Okay, and can this always be corrected? Is this, or is there, are people not coming in because they have a fear that that you're going to discover something that they don't want to know about? I think that a lot of women, or there are a lot of women who don't come in for two reasons. The first is this is something that can be uncomfortable to discuss. I mean, no one wants to sit in a room and talk with their provider about the fact that they're leaking urine. And then the second is they think 
well, we have to have surgery or, you know, I've heard a lot about mesh and slings and I don't want that. But there are lots of treatments that don't require any type of surgery or procedures. Hmm. Okay. Tell us about some of those. Cause, and, and is every, do you start with the simpler procedures first or is it different for every person after you have a thorough examination? Um, so my approach and my partner's approach is we see, evaluate the patient and then we give you all of your options. We prefer to start more conservatively. So there's something called physical therapy of your pelvis, which sounds very strange. And most of my patients look at me like I'm crazy when I start talking about this. But what it is, is it's a group of very well-trained physical therapists who only work on the muscles around the bladder, around the rectum, helping with urinary incontinence, fecal incontinence, pelvic pain, bladder pain. And they teach you basically how to retrain your bladder. And so you go to visit them once every week to two weeks, and they teach you exercises to do at home. And when you look at that compared to medication, it works just as well. And it works very well. About 70 to 75% of patients are so much improved that they don't need any further treatment. So the pelvis uh, is a, a muscle of sorts. And so you're, you're actually uh, exercising that and, and building it up again? So you're doing two things. Yes, it is. There are lots of different muscles. So you're building the strength to hold urine when you need to. But the other thing that we're working with, a lot of women hear the word kegels, and they've been told to do kegels, which are a set of exercises to um, help with urine control. But we know that a lot of women don't do them correctly. And so the part that they forget is you also need to relax those muscles. And so when the muscles around the bladder are tight, just like the muscles in your shoulders get tight, when those muscles are tight, it's irritating to the bladder. And so it can cause you to feel like you have to go to the bathroom every 15 to 30 minutes. Um, and so learning both strengthening and relaxing of those muscles. Now, if you have uh, this issue, if, if this is a problem that you're experiencing during the daytime, it probably is uh, something at night, too. Does, is it something that keeps you getting up in the middle of the night throughout the evening and going to the bathroom? Yes, for sure. And as you know, when you don't sleep well, you're exhausted and your day mm, doesn't go yeah. well either. And so this physical therapy, and then they also talk about different things that you can eat and drink that can be irritating to your bladder. Um, and so in combination of changing diet and timing of eating and drinking and then exercise can cause women that were going to the bathroom three to four times a night, maybe once or none at all. So mm, Wow. So that's a huge difference there. Right, a huge quality of life improvement for sure. Now, we hear so much about the importance of drinking a, a lot of water. I mean, a lot of water to be <laughs> healthy. 
And yes. does that add to the problem that we're talking about? Yes. Yeah, so about 20 years ago, there became a big push to drink, you know, 80, 100 ounces of water. And there's really no um, big health benefit to that. So what we tell patients is drink to thirst. If you're thirsty, then you need to drink something. And water is obviously the best thing. Um, but the more you put in, the more urine is going to be made. And so especially if you're someone who is having urinary frequency or urinary incontinence, um, we we definitely don't want you putting in 100 ounces of water a day. Okay, so you, you have to do that uh, depending on how much you you personally feel you need if once you're not thirsty stop drinking water right and usually that's around 40 to 50 ounces a day and of mm-hmm. course that depends on the weather and your activity etc so if you're thirsty drink but don't feel like you have to have excess water okay we have a, a person who is uh, listening and called in for a question if you could hold on we'll take that phone call Sure. Okay, hold on just a second. This is going to be a little tricky, I believe. Good morning. You're on WGNS. Ask the doctor your question, if you would. Okay, did you have a question? Well, I, I, I'm not sure we were able to hear that. Uh, doctor, I'm sorry, that one uh, just didn't seem to technically work out. We'll try another one later. Or okay. if you have a question, text it to us. That would be better today. 615-893-1450. Text those questions to us as opposed to calling them in today. So uh, this is fascinating, and I'm sure a lot of people, as they hear you say, exercising a certain exercise through therapy physical therapist offering this to you once a week they will retrain you uh, to to uh, be more comfortable throughout the day and the evening hours so and how long does that take or is it different from for everybody it's different for everybody but usually it's about three to four months total so about uh, eight to 12 visits and it of course it depends on how often you can make it in um and so what i tell patients is this is you know the other option is we can try medications for that urinary urgency or frequency both are good options but in my mind if we can retrain your bladder that makes a whole lot more sense than saying here's a medication that you're going to take for the rest of your life and so if you can be patient and wait three to four months for the full benefit, then I think you'll be a lot more pleased in the long run and in the years to come. Okay, so once you retrain your pelvic muscles, uh, you say this will probably last you for the rest of your life? So a lot of women um, do very well for the rest of their lives. Now, if things change if you go through menopause or if um, those muscles get weaker then sometimes they want to do physical therapy and there are some women who physical therapy just doesn't work as well as they would like for them to and that's why we have other treatments too but of those you know majority of the patients who do well about 
50 to 60 percent don't need any other treatment for at least 20 years. So that's a long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, what about infections? Do uh, Are urinary infections a part of this problem, or is it strictly uh, dealing with muscles? So urinary tract infections can cause urinary urgency and frequency. So when you come into our office, that's one of the first things that we'll check. We'll... Um, we will get a urine sample and we'll send that for culture. We usually don't get that back for a day or two, um, but we want to rule that out because that can be very irritating to the bladder. Um, and then a lot of women have recurrent urinary tract infections. And when you have those, even after you clear the bacterial infection, the bladder can still be irritated and have some inflammation and which that can cause frequency urgency incontinence and so they can be related in that in that sense now what causes uh, urinary tract infections is there something we can stay away from and have uh, less of a problem with this so the urinary tract infections are typically caused by bacteria that are from your gut or from your intestines, so like an E. coli-type bacteria. So you've heard about, you know, wiping um, front to back, and that's something that may help some. We don't really understand why some women are more prone to them than others, um, but we do know that Cranberry supplements can be beneficial to help prevent them. There are some other um, supplements like a D-mannose, which is kind of like a sugar that you we would give you over the counter. And then especially in our women who have gone through menopause, we recommend adding some estrogen cream vaginally, and that can help the, about 85% of women. So... Okay, so these are some things that, uh, but but you need to first go to uh, a physician and have uh, an examination so you'll know exactly what is needed. That's always the first course, I would imagine. Uh, check it out. Right, that would be best because there are other things that can seem like urinary tract infections where you don't actually have infection. So taking antibiotics over and over for what may not be an infection is not the best best course. Now, if you're having bladder pain, uh, first of all, this is different bladder pain, I guess, than just always feeling as if you have to go to the restroom. Uh, this is, are you talking about actual physical pain? Yes, that is something that can affect um, women as well. And that's when for whatever reason, the lining inside of your bladder, when you get urine inside the bladder, the bladder senses that there's something wrong. And it tells your brain that there's, there's pain and you need to get rid of the urine. So as urine comes in, you have pain. And when you go to the bathroom and urinate, that pain gets better. So these patients are having urinary frequency and going to the bathroom all the time. But it's not because they feel like they have to go to the bathroom. It's because they're trying to get that pain under control. Okay. Uh, we do have a text from a listener here. It says, my wife's bladder had to be 
tacked up several years ago. Work-related activities caused it to fall. She has many bladder infections, and she does take antibiotics. Can she stay on these, or is there a way to avoid them? Mm-hmm. So if she was to come into our office, we would make sure that, again, she actually is having infections with um, getting urine cultures, and I'm assuming that that has been done. And so our practice is a couple of things. When you've had um, when you've had surgery on your bladder, we would take a look inside the bladder with something called a cystoscopy or a cystoscope. And that's a, basically like a little straw that goes inside the bladder and fills it up and looks around. And then we would um, start on vaginal estrogen cream because, again, when estrogen gets away from the vagina after, um, after menopause, then the environment there changes and it's easier to get urinary tract infections. So it could, a lot of women have these bladder tract surgeries around the same time or just after menopause. And so they associate the surgery with getting the urinary tract infections when in fact it's more menopause. So we would start on that and then try about six months of antibiotics and take them off and see if using antibiotics every day for six months could reset kind of the bacterial environment of the bladder. Most of the time, we can take them off after six months. Every once in a while, we do have to have patients on long-term, and that's okay to do. So, All righty. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a few moments. We will be back. We're going to check on the traffic and weather, and we'll be back. Uh, if you have a text question, and we're only taking text questions today, that's uh, a little bit easier to handle. So if you have a text question, 615-893-1450, text us with your question, 615-893-1450. Our guest this morning, Dr. Jill Danford. Dr. Danford is with Ascension's Medical Group, known until this year as St. Thomas Medical Partners, and she practices here in Murfreesboro and Nashville with the Tennessee Center for Female Pelvic Medicine. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There are places where people talk, and then there are places that people talk about. News Radio WGNS is both on air, online, and on the phone. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States, and you can order that soup online at DemasFamilyKitchen.com. If I could talk to the animals. Hi, 
this is Amanda from Animal City right here in Murfreesboro. Whether you're looking for a new pet to add to the family or accessories to keep your current pet happy and enriched, Animal City is the place for you. We are excited to announce that our fall fragrance pet odor exterminating candles are here. If you have not experienced these, you should stop in and check them out. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street, right here in Murfreesboro. Thank you for allowing us to serve you for 30 years. This is Ron Hall. When the unexpected happens, Farrah Construction can help you, whether there's a vehicle in your business or your home that's not supposed to be there. It's in the news, a car through the front door. We can board it up where the place is secure and deal with your insurance company to get it back to its previous condition. When the unexpected happens, call Farrah Construction Company. This is Ron Hall with Farrah Construction. Call 615-893-6120. Good morning. Still heavy traffic out here, but moving fairly decent on 24 up by Elmaville Road. Uh, traffic's looking pretty good right now. 96 and 840s. You head over towards Franklin, Williamson County. Slow it down. We've seen some THP units out here earlier. Sleep with the sharks in the grown-up atmosphere at Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies, December 26th and 27th. Check it out. Ripley'sAquarium.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Thank you, Chuck. What about that Murfreesboro weather brought to you by First National Bank of Murfreesboro? A few spotty rain showers here for this afternoon with partial sunshine developing in a high in the upper 70s. Winds out of the south at 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 60. First National Bank of Murfreesboro is growing to serve you better. Hi, I'm Shelly Rigsby, and in mid November, our name changes to Capstar Bank. Our staff will be the same, but we'll be able to do so much more. First National Bank of Murfreesboro will soon become Capstar, a full-service bank with a small-town feel. We believe in keeping our personal relationships. First National Bank of Murfreesboro, soon Capstar, member FDIC. Edwin Lee Raymer here with you. Join us on Sunday evenings from 8 until 10 for the P.I. Show right here on WGNS, AM and FM. Hey, welcome back. Our good neighbor today is Ellen Wells. Ellen Wells, always encouraging people and constantly doing positive things, bringing smiles to everybody. Ellen Wells will receive flowers from Jenny Harrison and the family at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts as our good neighbor. And our birthday winner today is Roy Thompson. Roy Thompson, happy birthday to you. He gets uh, his choice of goodies from our friends at Simply Pure Sweets. Our phone number, if you have a question, 615-893-1450, and that's for text only, text only today. So if you have a text question, 615-893-1450. Our guest this morning, Dr. Jill Danford. Dr. Danford is with the Ascension Medical Group, known until this year as St. Thomas Medical Partners, and she practices here in Murfreesboro and in Nashville with the Tennessee Center for Female Pelvic Medicine. And we're talking about uh, urinary type diseases. Now, we got a text here from a listener, and uh, Dr. Danford, this person says, I've been to Dr. Danford, and she was very helpful. I encourage any woman 
having bladder issues to get an assessment from her. So there's a positive note from one of your patients there. So there well, you go. <laughs> well, that was very kind to hear. And my partner and I have talked about how we're trying to figure out we don't we really just want patients to get assessed. We just don't want women to sit at home thinking this is normal and there's nothing that you can do about it, you know. And so I'm very grateful to be here and I'm grateful to that patient to say, yes, it's not too scary. We're not, um, the exam isn't, um, isn't too uncomfortable. Get out there and be treated. So... Now, are bladder issues something if you put it off, they get worse with time? They can get worse with time. Again, with the that tightness in those muscles that's irritating. So if you're trying not to leak urine, you're clenching those muscles, and then it gets more and gets tighter and more irritated, and so then you have more urgency, frequency, and incontinence. So it kind of snowballs on itself. Mm -hmm. This is Bladder Health Awareness Month, and that's one of the reasons that Dr. Danford is with us this morning to make you aware of uh, this service that's available. Uh, And if you are suffering from incontinence or having an overactive bladder uh, and other issues like that, uh, you had mentioned uh, some exercises that they that you would help them with. What what else is done? Uh, what would be the next procedure after you go the exercise route? Mm-hmm. So when we talk about urinary incontinence, there are two different types. We're talking now more about the urgency of that, where you've seen the commercials, got to go, got to go, and you think, oh, my goodness, I have to go to the bathroom, and you run to the bathroom, and you can't make it. So for that type of incontinence, there's medication. Um, The older medications had side effects that we don't love, dry mouth, dry eyes, and we're starting to see some other side effects. So there is a newer medication over the past six or seven years, and those work pretty well. And so if they don't do well with the exercises, then we try medications. And then, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. I I was going in a different direction. Mm -hmm. Well, and then I tell patients don't despair because we even have other things. So we can do Botox injections in the bladder, Mm -hmm. which that's done in the office. It's the same type of medicine that people use, you know, for wrinkles in the forehead. Um, but that helps with the bladder. And then we even have surgeries that are pacemakers for the bladder. The, the other thing I was going to ask you, one of the frightening areas is anything dealing with cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, is any of this related to cancer? Is, is there a bladder cancer or anything of that sort? So very, very rarely. And so when you come into our office, In addition to the urine culture, we also send your urine to see if there's blood in the urine. And if there is, then we do a workup to make sure that that's not cancer. So we'll do a CT scan and we'll do that same cystoscopy where we take a look inside the bladder all around to make sure it's clear. Bladder cancer is much less common in women than it is in men. So 
very, very, very rarely is this caused by cancer. Now we hear a lot about bed wetting. Uh, if if that is a problem, uh, is that one of the initial uh, things that alert you that you have a problem? It definitely is, and that can be several different things that could be causing that. And so we have bladder tests that we do where we fill up your bladder and we look at the pressures in your bladder, and that gives us an idea because you're not awake when that's happening. And so doing those tests gives us an idea of your bladder function, and we can help treat that um, because that also makes patients very miserable. Now, should we have pretty good, uh, should women have pretty good bladder health, and I guess men too, uh, for most of their life? Is this an unusual thing for people to have these issues? So one of my favorite phrases is bladder issues are common but not normal. So a lot of women and men have urinary frequency, urgency, incontinence, but when I say a lot, that's about 70% of women sometime throughout their life. But not everybody has this. So if it's not normal to have it because a lot of women are told this is just normal. This is just a part of aging and you just need to deal with it. And that's not true. We have another text from a listener who says that uh, they try to drink a good amount of water because they keep hearing that it is good for you but they find that if they drink it too late in the evening hours, they are up all night. How do they know that uh, it's not because they drank too much water that they're up all night, or should they have a checkup for bladder problems? So an easy test you can do is three nights in a row, just stop drinking, any, depending on when you go to bed, so stop drinking any fluid about, four to five hours before you go to bed. Now, if you have to take medication, that's fine to take a sip of water with that before bed. Um, But just stop and see, write down throughout the night how many times you have to get up. And if you notice that it's a lot less, then you can tailor your fluid intake to the timing of the night before you go to bed. Okay, so four to five hours before you go to bed, cut off the liquids. And especially caffeine. Caffeine is a big bladder irritant. Caffeine and artificial sweeteners. So I'll tell patients no caffeine after 12 or 2 and no artificial sweeteners at that same time. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because uh, I have a lot of friends who are uh, coughaholics. I guess you could Mm -hmm. say (laughs) they have to start their morning with uh, several cups of coffee. They go to work and have some more coffee. Uh, Is this just generally not good for you? Well, I also love coffee, so I don't tell anybody to stop coffee completely. Um, But you do need to know that caffeine is irritating to the bladder. And so if all you are drinking is coffee, you you need to take about half of that fluid and replace it with water. And if you're noticing that in the mornings when you drink coffee, you go to the bathroom more often, if you switch it and stop drinking coffee, you don't, this isn't anything that is going to um, 
harm your bladder. It's not dangerous. So it's a lifestyle decision. Would you rather drink your coffee and go to the bathroom every 30 minutes, or is it not worth it to you? Okay, and and this is not an issue that's going to make or break your healthy life or your happy life. Uh, we're just talking about the, uh, the 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 problem of going to the restroom too often. It sounds like right. Okay, right. Now, before we end this today, one of the big conversations with medicine these days has been. COVID-19 and people being afraid to go to the doctor for different uh, checkups and things of that sort. In fact, there are some major diseases that we've noticed a a dramatic downturn in the uh, number of people being checked for those. Uh, It's not a downturn in the disease. It's a downturn in people going to be checked. And that's going to create some bigger problems down the road. Are you seeing that same effect with people being checked for bladder issues? We did have a downturn earlier in the year. I think of just like a lot of things with COVID, we've realized that this is the new normal for we're not sure how long. And we have lots of COVID procedures in place. It is very safe for you to come in with your mask. Everybody is masked. We have our patients spaced out enough that we don't have a lot of patients in the waiting area. Um, and we've seen a return back to our um, our normal numbers. Okay. So. Well, that's good. So it sounds like your patients are being quite sensible about this. We have another question, this one following on the heels of the uh, problems with caffeine. Uh, What about diet sodas? Yes, so artificial sweeteners act similarly to um, caffeine, and then when you have a diet soda, it's a double whammy. So you have your caffeine plus your artificial sweetener. So I really try to steer patients away from those. I know a lot of people drink diet sodas because they don't want the calories, Um, but there's actually emerging evidence that um, diet sodas can contribute to weight gain, in fact. And so that's one, um, one thing I talk to my patients about because obesity and excess weight can also affect your bladder. Mm, Okay. So you're saying we're better off drinking sodas that have sugar in them? Is that what am I hearing? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I'm saying we're better off drinking water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. No. Okay. No. Now, before we leave, uh, let, let's sort of give a synopsis of what we've talked about and uh, wrap it all up in, in one plea for people to do something about your health, especially your bladder health, if you would. Yes, so um, urinary issues like frequency, urgency, and incontinence are something that a lot of women experience. So you need to talk to your doctor and have them send you to a specialist like Dr. Jambasari and myself or um, another um, bladder specialist because we can really improve your quality of life. And since this is Bladder Health Awareness Month, is there a particular age that a woman should have 
uh, her first appointment to check on her bladder health? So we see women in their 20s all the way to, I have a patient who's 105. It wow. affects all age ranges. So if it is bothering you, then it's not too early to come see us. Okay. So a word to the wise. Uh, at the first sign of pain, you do not have to endure it. At the first sign of a problem, you don't have to suffer any embarrassment. Go and let the doctor check you out. Something can be done. And uh, where are you located here in Murfreesboro? So we're in the DePaul building over at the um, the St. Thomas Rutherford campus. Okay. We're on the 1800 and on the fourth floor. Easy to find then. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, I really appreciate your visiting with us this morning. Uh, this has been a, a difficult topic uh, for a lot of folks to to uh, listen in, and but I hope it has made a difference, a positive difference in some folks' lives. That's what uh, it's all about. And Dr. Danford, thank you for sharing with us this morning. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And again, I know it's a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm so glad that you're getting the word out. I really appreciate it. Thank you again. You have a great day. You too. Dr. Jill Danford with Ascension Medical Group there in the DePaul building, uh, right over at the St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital campus. Go by and uh, let her help you. Uh, She's there for you. Dr. Jill Danford with us this morning. We're going to continue conversations about some other things coming up in just a moment. One of those is something that's coming up this Saturday. A whole new approach to getting flu shots. Stay with us. We'll tell you about it. Talk with the police chief, the mayor, and other local leaders about issues that concern you. The Action Line with Bart Walker. Weekdays at 810 on WGNS. Schedule online anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to, whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at GetSTHealthCare.com. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna is reminding you not to wait on that next car repair job. As a matter of fact, if you're a teacher or first responder, there are special discounts available to you on your next job. So stop by First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna. That's First Class Sales and Service in Smyrna. Good morning. Still heavy traffic out here, but moving fairly decent on 24 up by Elmaville Road. Uh, traffic's looking pretty good right now, 96 and 840 as you head over towards Franklin, Williamson County. Slow it down. We've seen some THV units out here earlier. Sleep with the sharks in the grown-up atmosphere at Ripley's Aquarium in the Smokies, December 26th and 27th. Check it out, ripleysaquarium.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
A few spotty rain showers here for this afternoon with partial sunshine developing in a high in the upper 70s. Winds out of the south of 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 60. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. I happened to glance up, and the clear sky was gone. Coast to coast, all night, every night. All I could see was something round and black. On WGNS, AM, FM, online. Welcome back. I know all of you have heard that uh, we need to get our flu shots. And coming up, thinking out of the box, I guess, is what this is all about. And coming up with uh, ways to make people feel secure in getting those flu shots. I'm really proud of one of the things that our local hospitals have been doing. Uh, The folks at Ascension St. Thomas, uh, along with the St. Louis Clinic, Uh, They are doing some fantastic things. Dr. David Sellers, the Chief of Staff at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital, is with us now. Dr. Sellers, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you this morning? Doing great. Good to have you with us. Tell us about the unique approach to flu shots that you're doing this Saturday. Well, we're very happy to uh, have this almost flu shot fair this weekend coming up on Saturday from 10 to 2. Uh, So Ascension and Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee Foundation, they're hosting this free flu shot Saturday. Um, It's going to be held at the St. Louis Oak Creek Clinic, which is at 1015 North Highland Avenue right here in Murfreesboro, where they'll be giving flu shots out for everyone who comes to, to get them. And, of course, the CDC recommends that everyone over the age of six months old uh, should get a flu shot. Now, for persons uh, who are senior citizens, should they get a different flu shot? Should they get one that uh, has a little more potency to it? Yes, that's, that, that is exactly right. So people who are over the age of 65, they actually get a more potent um, flu shot um, to help with their immunity uh, to protect them if they get exposed to the flu. Everybody's concerned about, and and they should be, everybody's concerned about COVID-19, and it's uh, getting uh, a little of an increase right now. Uh, But I heard one physician recently saying, if you wear a mask, that's almost, not quite, but almost as good as having a vaccination uh, for, for COVID-19, which hadn't been released yet. But uh, he said it's so important to wear a mask, and people uh, are sort of staying uh, away from others. Uh, and this is a good way. With the drive-through, you can wear the mask, and you do have to still wear the mask. Is that right? Yeah, we are encouraging people to wear their mask and to social distance um, here at our our flu vaccine uh, fair that we're having this Saturday. It it really is important for people to adhere to those guidelines. It really makes a difference. Okay. Are we seeing as much of an increase in Rutherford County as we hear about in other places across the nation? I, I don't think that we are at the level of what we're hearing about in the Midwest. 
um, that's going on right now. But we are having definitely an uptick here in Rutherford County um, that we're seeing here at the hospital. And so it's, it's very concerning to us. As a matter of fact, we have just recently wrote a letter to the mayor um, as from the medical staff here um, just with our concern and just to let him know that we are here for a resource um, for him should he require any advice from us um, mm-hmm. as, as far as masking and any kind of mandates they may come out from the um, political arena. So are you feeling that uh, wearing a mask on a regular basis until we get this behind us, is that uh, one of the better ways to to keep this uh, from increasing dramatically? Yes, uh, we strongly encourage it. It really helps stop the spread or slow the spread of this virus in the community when people mask um, and social distance. And of course, the the regular flu season, uh, COVID is 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 not. Uh, we're talking about two things. We're talking about COVID nineteen, and we're talking about the flu season and getting a flu shot to avoid the flu. Uh, but I guess uh, I'm wondering: is our work with wearing masks, washing our hands, and things of that sort? Do you anticipate a lower problem of a flu season this coming year? I, I certainly hope so. That's our hope. I guess our, our great fear is that uh, with the flu season in conjunction with the pandemic that we're already in, um, that it can get you know worse if people don't take the preventative measure of getting a flu shot. And that's why um, I'm very happy that we're able to offer these flu shots for free to anyone in the community that can get them. Um, because people certainly can get infected with both and we're we're coming into the winter season where people are just automatically congregated closer together we're we're not outside as much we're in close quarters and and so getting those viruses and infections like the coronavirus and the flu um, are just going to be increased during this season and once again that free flu shot a drive-through flu shot uh, 10 until 2 this Saturday, this coming Saturday, at the St. Louis Oak Clinic at 1015 North Highland Avenue. Do you need to make an appointment? No, just come on by and we'll take care of you. Okay, so as many people in the car as you wish. I mean, don't don't load up the car and then you create social distancing problems, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, do it with with good sense. <laughs> That's right. And, and we are asking people to wear, like, a short sleeve shirt to make it uh, easier for them to get their flu shot. And, and if you have a child or toddler, maybe if they had on some short pants or a short set, it would be much easier and quicker for everybody to get through the line. Very definitely. Again, that is 10 until 2 this coming Saturday. The drive through clinic, free flu shots. 10 until 2 Saturday at the St. Louis Oak Clinic, 1015 North Highland. Our guest in this segment, Dr. David Sellers, the Chief of Staff at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for for letting us talk about this on your show. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. And that's going to do it for our program this morning. Stay with us. Much more to come on WGNS Truman right after a look at the latest news on WGNS Murfreesboro.